Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, we thought we'd switch it up a little bit because... You know, we, it's playoff time now, but there's quite a few people hopefully still listening that might not be in the playoffs. We want to give them some kind of, you know, something to look forward to for next year, maybe if you miss the playoffs, which I guess, Jeff, you didn't. Did you Did you miss the playoffs in any league of our main three leagues we're in? I think you're in all three of them. Yeah, not the, yeah, not our main three. No, I did not. So that, that's a good feeling. I missed in one. Uh, I'll get that, but. Yeah. Well, funny, funny enough. So obviously everyone's looking at their matchups now. So I did make it in all three. <laughs> And I, I came to the horrifying realization that every single first round game that I have, I play Pat Mahomes. Oof. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if uh, if he if Baltimore does their job and he just has a, a normal game, uh, I'm I'm in good shape. And if he doesn't, it might be that painful experience that I know you've had before Ugh. playing against Bell in multiple leagues, it, where one guy costs you the playoffs in multiple. Uh, 2016. It's a rough <laughs> memory in my mind. Actually, looking at fantasy pros, you play Mahomes, though, who's actually ranked number two right now, expert-wise. I play Drew Brees, who's number one. But I also have Drew (laughs) Brees in a league, so. Oh, there you go. Can't can't be too hurt, then. But, well, let's see. So, speaking of Pat Mahomes, so what we're going to do here is we're going to run down 2019 fantasy football top 15. Maybe Pat Mahomes. I mean, would you consider Pat Mahomes that early on? He's He's been that good. It's an interesting. I one. mean, I would I would have to believe that he's going to be the first he quarterback will. off the board. We'll see. We'll, we're going to do our top fifteen. We're going to run this through. We we do not have a list yet at all. We have not even talked about this until about five minutes ago. But we're going to come up with our top fifteen for next year, and maybe maybe we'll see what time time wise. Maybe maybe we throw in a couple more. But we'll see what we think. And I know we're we're, we're always of the mindset of not picking a quarterback early, but. And one of the reasons you might not do that, we would have this year would have thought what Aaron Rodgers, right? And look what happened with that. So, but, but <laughs> Mahomes feels different, right? He just feel it feels different. Like it's going to continue. Those players are. I mean, I guess think about it, he doesn't have his running back anymore, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I, yeah. I doubt he makes our top fifteen. I'll say that, but we'll see. So yeah, it's hard to put a QB in there, but maybe maybe near the end. All right, so. Let's just start it off. Number one, I think this one is still fairly easy for us, I think. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I know people are going to say, how many times can you repeat? What, by the way, yeah. uh, as long as we're talking about the same person, yeah. he is going to repeat as the number one player. So yep. you know, I feel good that we yeah debunked that whole Yeah, that whole I situation. loved that argument at the beginning of the year. Who, I mean, he can't finish. I mean, who finishes number one two years in a row? Hey, look, at he's that good. He did it. And I'm not, we're, again, we're not even going to say he's going to finish number one next year, but we're saying we think he has the best chance to finish number one. Why would it change? You know, that all, he's, he's, it's a young team. They're, why would they change anything? It's going to be Todd Gurley. He'll be our number one draft pick next year. And I think fairly easy. There's not going to be, there's not the Gurley Bell scenario, you know, that we've had even this year a little bit, which you would think of Bell at times. You're not going to have that next year. And I think it's going to be pretty simple. So Gurley, number one. Now I think is where it actually gets interesting because Gurley's pretty easy to slot in there. Mm-hmm. What are you doing at number two? 
what's your i say i have a guy that comes to mind right away i want to see if who you're thinking here i well i'm actually coming around i'm guessing it's who you're thinking of i'm coming around to your way of thinking and i actually believe that that barkley would be number two for me and that's where i was going to and yeah I'd, i had that feeling and he's just he's so good and he gets you know, you don't think of maybe, okay, you don't think of like Christian McCaffrey to get all the receptions. You even think of Alvin Kamara to get a bunch of receptions. Barkley has more than Kamara, and he's only six behind McCaffrey. So as much as he, he's, he's a better runner than I think those guys, and he catches the ball if, you know, just as much, if not more. So, yeah, Barkley, I think he's, and I, I feel like, can the team really get that much worse? I mean, they feel like they have to improve slightly. I don't know who's going to be quarterback in the team, but I feel like it's going to be going to be a good year for Barkley. I guess that is the one worry, though, is the team aspect of it. And if if it's not Eli, who is it? Can you trust a rookie? Maybe they bring somebody else in. If they bring somebody somebody in, I don't know who that is, but yeah, I think Barkley number two. I feel pretty confident about this one. But. I don't know what to do at number three now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, after looking at all of the players and, and who's doing what this year, it, it definitely jumbles things up, right? Yep. I mean, even just losing Hunt kind of messes everything up. But uh, I, I think there, really there's two guys that come to mind. And um, – I mean, just to the elephant in the room, what is everyone going to do with Bell? It's hard. to. Um, I think you'll fall on our list right. here. I just don't know where yet. <laughs> right. And I, I think I think for me, number three has to be either Zeke or Kamara. Kamara. And um, that really comes down to preference. I, I think that, uh, you know, looking at what Dallas did this year, and I think that they're going to continue to improve. Zeke has defied the you know, defied all logic of, of where that offense was going and how well he did. So I think I would go Zeke and then Kamara, and I think I would go in that order. You know, so I, I think that would be my top. So four. we're feeling it's, you know, we're pretty, pretty accurate. Now this is, I was thinking Zeke too. This is where I was going to go with Zeke and Kamara. I, I feel pretty good about him at number four. That's kind of where I think I'd go And Zeke has improved so much. He won't, okay. Look at the catches again. He only has he has twelve catches less than Alvin Kamara right now. That's that to me that's crazy. He has yeah, seven I mean, more than Todd Gurley. It it is nuts, and you you wonder if that will if that will kind of come back down to earth because of the fact that they have Amari Cooper now. That hopefully you know Gallup will take another step next year. Maybe they go out and get a tight end or you know whoever. It, I feel like they're going to have to go out and get more weapons for Deck. Um, but I don't see any real reason why it should completely go away. I, I think that they were so good while they were passing the ball to Zeke, getting it to him as many possible ways you know as they could, that I think they're going to try to continue that. So I, you know, maybe it goes down a little bit, but I mean, right now he's ranked sixth running back overall, and he's had pretty much no help. He's done it himself. It feels like he still has a good line. Um, but obviously they weren't passing that well, so you could stack the box, and he still was doing all of this, like, you know, through the air, on the ground. 
Um, that, that's why, I mean, he just showed this year how special he truly is. It, it wasn't all the line. It wasn't, you know, all the offense or any of that nature. It nope. was it was him. I mean, he's that talented. He really is, and the team's gotten better, and I think they, they got better because they're relying on him more and just getting the ball as much as they could in any kind of way. So I, I think Zeke is going to be a fairly good option next year at number three. And then Kamara, number four. It's been – it's funny thing is he started here so strong, and he had – maybe he's – kind of disappointed the last couple of weeks but he's just been really been so good that I'm not too concerned about this last couple of weeks he's played against I mean Dallas was turned into a good defense and that was a tough matchup so I think he's he's perfectly fine so him at four I feel pretty good about him too this I think going through this list though you can already tell it's going to be pretty we're going to be pretty strong at running back next year Oh, without a doubt, it's going to be much easier to find a running back this year than last, yep. or at least rely on them. Because I mean, we and uh, we weren't even we're not even going to get to these guys, I assume. Um, but I mean, you look at people like um, you know, well, I mean, uh, McKinnon will probably be back, so we'll find out how San Francisco kind of shakes out. But you know, when you can kind of look at Brita or Tariq Cohen. Or Aaron Jones. I mean, all these guys are viable options, and I don't think they're gonna go in this top fifteen. Um, I mean, even who knows what's gonna happen with AP? He could be an aging prospect. Carry on Johnson, who got you know banged up recently, but he was taking strides in the right direction. Marlon Mack was. I mean, it, the list goes on. There's a lot of young talent that's really developing this year. Looking at this too, I think. For the last few years, we've always put a, there's always been wide receivers that could break into this list up here early. Usually Antonio Brown, maybe DeAndre Hopkins, whoever. I don't think they're going to for a bit here. I think we still got a few more running yeah, backs I, before we even think about a wide receiver because I wouldn't even know who that one would be. I don't know who yeah, that. And that, that yeah, and I think that's the um, the interesting point is is because uh, you know Antonio Brown he he's doing wonderful again, right? He's going to be in the you know. By the end of the year, he'll be, you know, up there. If not number one, <laughs> he'll be in the top five. I mean, and truly, I mean, Tyreek Hill could easily fall off what he's in standard storing. He's, he's about 20 points ahead of Antonio Brown. But, I mean, Antonio Brown can close that gap so quickly. Funny thing is, um, I say with Brown, we kind of almost felt like it was a down year, you know, for a while. And what are we? We're, we, have, we have four weeks left right now. And... He currently has 81 catches for 1,028 yards and 12 touchdowns and 135 <laughs> targets. It, I mean, it, it is, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> it really is. And a lot of these guys' value are directly related to their quarterback counterpart as well. So, I mean, we're always wondering, is Roethlisberger going to call it quits or, or whatever? I feel like you hear that every year. That would be a huge, you know, uh, mark against Antonio Brown if something of that nature happened. But... I mean, really, most of these guys are going to stick with it. The only one that, and I don't, we'll find out where he ends up on our list, but the only one that I'm, you thinking about wondering where he's going to end up is Odell Beckham because we have no idea what's going to happen with Eli, and Eli has been playing so poorly. So do they end up playing a rookie? Do they stick with Eli? Um, I think he is the one that's going to go up or down for that reason. Yep. Yeah, that the quarterback is going to matter a lot for him, not as much for Barkley. But, all right, where are we at? Number five? So we went Gurley, Barkley, Zeke, Kamara. So number five, okay, I think there's a couple options here. Um, <laughs> okay. 
And we still have Bell, who we can slot in here as well. I would say right now I have three players that I would consider <laughs> right here. Counting <laughs> Bell as one of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I have a feeling we're thinking of the same people. So I think these are our next three. Well, let's see if we have the same. So I'm thinking McCaffrey, Gordon, and Bell. But I don't <laughs> yes. know the order. And I'll tell you, this is what I'm thinking. In that my mind, I'm, I'm actually thinking, ah, man, it, Bell's going to depend so much on the team he goes to. So right now I'm probably going to put him at the – I'm going to probably – I would probably go McCaffrey, Gordon, Bell. I think I'd go McCaffrey over Gordon. Yeah, and right now I am too. I think because of the way McCaffrey is playing right now, um, I, I, I just I, – I like it. I mean, he he's stepping up. He's going nuts right now. I mean, he, he did – jump over him in points and I know that Gordon has been hurt but I mean his, his past couple of weeks he's really shown what he's capable of and he's doing it in both ways I mean what how we talked about Zeke earlier Barkley um, that's what he's doing currently and um, that that pay or that Panthers offense really really needs him to continue to do that because they don't have the firepower as far as wide receiver DJ Moore is obviously up and coming but I think McCaffrey is still that number one option um, so I do. I agree with you as McCaffrey than Gordon. I think Bell, and I, you know, I have no issue putting him behind because we don't know where this he's going to be yet. He's the one that could jump. I, I have, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I originally just writing him out. I slotted him at number five, and then McCaffrey, Gordon, just assuming he's going to go to a place that is going to use him a ton and use him the way Pittsburgh did. But that's not guaranteed, so I have no issue slotting him in number. Seven. I could see him jumping up to four for me actually if it's the right spot. I could honestly see him jumping up just behind Gurley, Barkley, and Zeke. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, in my mind, he was number two going into the yep. year. And, and as long as the usage is good, the way that Pittsburgh used him, um, if he goes on a team that's halfway decent, he's going to be in the discussion. So now we're sitting down at number eight. So I don't think I would – this is where maybe you start to think of one of those top receivers, but – I'm not sure if I would. Yeah, we're talking standard here, too, if anybody hasn't listened to us before. Um, we don't usually do too many PPR ranks. PPR ranks, we might be thinking of wide receiver earlier, but we're going standard. So we're number eight. There, there are a couple running back options, which, okay, we got, could go David Johnson. You could go James Conner, even. James Conner's the interesting one. I don't know what to think about him. You know, what is it? These these last few weeks, he's injured now. But before, though, those last four weeks, is, the yardage hasn't really been there. They, even, they haven't even used him as much. 13 for 65, 9 for 25, 13 for 53, 15 for 60. So I, I, I still think, though, he's going to have to be really good. But, yeah, I, I think he'll definitely end up in the top 15. The question is... If you don't feel that that comfortable putting him there at what number eight, um, is that a place where you feel better about David Johnson and that offense kind of getting back on track, including him, who once again we we talk about him as if, or at least I do, <laughs> as if it was a bad year for him, um, and he is what number He's still 11 the eleventh guy, yeah, running back. But to be fair though, the top eight are. There's a huge gap between Philip Lindsay at number nine and Kareem Hunt at number eight, who, you know, that's from, was that 35, 40 point difference. So there's a huge jump there. But yeah, David Johnson still was pretty decent 
while being on a very subpar team. Um, he just didn't have the large games like he, he did before he was injured, the wrist injury, and now they have Rosen. Um, I, I don't know. It, uh, I would like to have him, but I, I think in that case, I might still go Antonio Brown. This is where I think I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, people are, might, I, we might hear some, I don't know if people are going to agree with us that Antonio Brown still should be the number one receiver, but I think he has to be. I, how can he not, right? I mean, who are the other options? The guys ahead of, there's only two guys ahead of him currently in standard this year, and that's Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. And I'd pick Brown over either one of them. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't see the rankings for the wide receiver changing all that much, tell you the truth. I, I think that it's still Brown, Hopkins, Beckham, Thomas. I think those would be the only four that I would consider taking here. Um, and I realize, you know, Tyreek Hill, you know, that is a very intriguing one. Thalen did really but, good. Uh, see, with Tyreek, it's the up and down nature of what he does that make, that drops him for me. Because he's, right. he's the number one on the year. But he has a week of 5.6, 5.6, 8.7, 7, 8.5, and 5. So he has six games under 10. So it's six weeks. He really didn't help you too much. Six out of his 12 games. Think about that. Half of his games, he really wasn't that helpful. Yeah. It, it, boomer bust guy. And, I mean, you can take that into account. If that's something that you, you want to build your team around, if that's something that you like because he will – you know, give you such a jump every other week, you know, more power to you. I mean, he did, he is putting up significant amount of points compared to, you know, you know how we talked about there's a big jump in running back around spot eight, nine. This one's after spot four, right? So if you don't have Hill, Adams, Brown, or, or Adam Thielen, those guys were the ones putting up big points. Um, and then it's, you know, then the usual suspects, Beckham, Thomas, Hopkins, Julio, but I still, still feel comfortable, more comfortable picking the guys that are tried and true. Yep. Um, even though, you know, maybe they didn't have the breakout year Tyreek Hill did. I, I just have a hard time banking on that kind of production where, you know, if, if he doesn't end up getting that 200 yard, three touchdown game, then he's, you know, he's outside the top 10. And I, I, you know, he has to be a, a top three wide receiver to really get that pick. And no one, no one really jumped out to make themselves a, you know, better than these other guys we had last year. And these other, the other top, we say like all the other top guys are still there. No one fell off. So, yeah. It, now, okay, we get put, if you put Brown there at number where did we put number eight, do you still go another receiver or do you go like David Johnson here or James Conner here? Or, okay, I'll be honest. I, I can I can be talked into either one at this point. <laughs> I think I'd feel more think, comfortable with David Johnson over James Conner. Actually, I just feel like it's good. they're going to write that he's going to get more catches. They're going to figure something out. Maybe Josh Rosen would, with another year. Right, and I, I I would agree with you. I, Conner is a very very intriguing um, running back. He did amazing this year. He was wonderful in Bell's absence, but. David Johnson still hung around and, you know, he had everything going against him once again. He, he looked healthy. He looked good. Um, their, their coaches have moved around. I, I do. I just feel not to mention, I mean, I, I don't want to put bad juju out in the, uh, out in the, the world here, but Connor did really, really well, but it does not necessarily mean that they're not going to add to that backfield mm-hmm. or in Connor's absence, maybe, you know, Samuels really does, Excellent, and all of a sudden that, you know, 
they take five carries away from Connor and they give it to him or they find a goal linebacker or whatever it could be. He's just a little too young for me to completely bank on it when I know David Johnson is a plug and play. Yep. So I'd go I'd go David Johnson. But then would you go Connor at ten? In I yeah, I think I would. I think I would go James Connor at ten. Over the- Yeah, I, I once again I could be talked into either Con- or Connor or DeAndre Hopkins um for the safety aspect of yep. it. Um, I think I think I would personally. No, actually, I th- I think I go Hopkins. You, you think? And well, I go against my own. Like this year, I was all all in on running back, but we did just talk about how much you know more plenty running back position well, is. And I guess if you think that, I think I would go for the safety. Yeah, if you look at it, yeah, because there's still other running backs after this that you do like. And yeah, yeah there's actually a, yeah. a bunch. <laughs> I mean, really, and the fact that these wide receivers have been so con- like Antonio Brown, Hopkins, Beckham, Thomas, Julio. You know, Devontae Adams, they're all up there. Tyreek Hill, I forgot. They're all there. They're all the top guys again. And they're just so consistent. Yeah. And and really, I mean, do you, I guess that would be the question. If, you know, if we are going to go with a wide receiver, would you go Hopkins or would you go for Beckham Thomas? I mean, heck, man, we can even throw Devontae Adams in no, that. You I, know. Okay, I know Hopkins hasn't had, like, these last three weeks, too, haven't been that great. I still go Hopkins here. Okay, I would too, but it, I, I thought that would be an interesting one because I could see someone going for Michael Thomas as well. I, I think he's even a little more Wait, of an up and down. He said guy. the last two weeks again for him it hasn't been that great, but no. Um, I, but, I think I would go. I think I wouldn't I would go Hopkins, and then Connor at eleven. I think I go Hopkins and Connor. Then after that, if we're sitting here at twelve, I think we I would almost go on a run of wide receivers. Yeah, I th- I think I would. Now choose. I'm trying to think there, of how this order would work. You know, as much okay, we yeah. talked about Tyree Kill, Boomer Bust, but I would you put Tyree Kill here? There's Tyree. Okay, the options are basically Tyree Kill, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, maybe Thomas for safety. You just know he's there. Or you go no, you know I think I think I want Tyreek Actually thinking about it. Yeah, that's a tough one. I yeah, and the one guy I keep looking at is Beckham. Um, He's there. This is this is to me. These guys are all so. I wouldn't. I'm feel comfortable. This is pretty much almost getting to the second round or very back end of the first if you're in twelve. I feel very comfortable with any one of these guys as my top receiver. Yeah, and I do too. And and it really, it's gonna. And I, that's why I touched on it before. But it's really gonna depend on what what happens with Eli and who they replace him with. But I mean, Eli has not been playing well, and Beckham is. Still putting up points. That's what makes me feel I mean, like, yeah, he can't really it, go wrong. It's crazy to exactly, and it's crazy to think that he he could be ranked as the number five wide receiver right now with the poor play of Eli and that team being bad. Um, that's why yeah, I, you know, I'm I very intrigued go, by him. But yeah, Tyre, I mean, Tyreek Hill is is obviously a good pick too. Pat Mahomes is going to be there. Um, he's going to be the number one guy. I, that's probably it's probably safer to say Tyreek. You know, I I think I would go I would go Tyreek. I might go Odell next at 13 before yeah, I go I Michael agree. Thomas. Yeah, I w- that's what I would do too. And then Thomas would come um, immediately after I think that. that's the run of wide receivers right there. Hill, Beckham, Thomas. I think I feel pretty good about that. Well, and then, oh man, and there's so many <laughs> good wide receivers left up here. I mean, really, still like, is. The, the fact that we'd have put Devontae Adams or, or, you know, Adam Thielen or, or Julio, I mean, yeah. Or I mean, and then once again, you can even go down further and talk about like 
does Keenan Allen deserve to be up there? Mike Evans, you know, Juju. I don't think quite yet. Um, I'd probably jump back to running back. Which running back? Yeah, this is the question um, because I have quite a few in my mind. I have maybe maybe three guys right here that I would mm-hmm. consider. So uh, two of the people I'd be considering right now is Mixon and Chubb. Yes, for sure. Uh, is there another guy that you'd be yeah. in the discussion with? I get. I mean, I guess he's not there yet. He can't go there. It, it's Aaron Jones, who I think could be this level. Okay. I just yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you, but I think we gotta see more. I think it's a little too yeah. early, right? So we got we got to see more on him, but he definitely could get himself into this conversation. Um, or you know what? You know what? We're forgetting something here. Leonard Fournette. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I did forget about Fournette. He has been hurt all year. <laughs> Yep, we're forgetting Leonard Fournette because he well, got himself hurt and then he got himself suspended. Yeah, so Fournette, we always worry about injury, right? Yep. Does that throw him? I mean, is Fournette a guaranteed? You take him over Mixon? You no, know, I want to put. I want to slot him up higher. I want to put him ahead of Connor. I want to jump him back up. I would. I would put him at eleven. I think I would. I have to think about this one. Yes, there is those concerns. Yeah, that that injury concern is real. I I don't mind him being in that area. I actually might, the way his injuries have gone, I might actually, I might put him right behind Tyreek Hill. Think so? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll slot him there. Just because, yeah, just because. uh, It's it's the, he'll put a point. It's real concern. It's a real concern. It really is. Yeah, the, he's been. It's two years of him. He's gotten hurt, and he got hurt in college. So yeah, and and it's very difficult to pick an uh, injury risk uh, in the top fifteen because I mean, how if if you pick Fournette, I guarantee you're kicking yourself not for grabbing Thomas or Beckham or or whoever it may be. So if we put but Fournette there, thirteen, that puts Beckham fourteen, Michael Thomas fifteen. Shoot, we might as well finish off a top twenty. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. Now I want to see where some of these other guys come in here. It's 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 interesting. There's a, it feels like there are so many names right now up here. I like the talent for next year. I mean, oh, without doubt, and I mean, really, it's you know, it's been relatively easy to put this list together, top fifteen. But I, I just know I'm going to fall in love with some of these younger guys, you know, up and comers, and especially people that haven't been able to play a full year. Um, particularly one of the guys that come to mind is Sony Michelle. Yeah, the times he has played, he's done really, really well. And the fact that Brady has been slowing down, you wonder if they'll continue to get into the rushing game. Maybe they start throwing it to him a little more. I think he's someone that could really break out. Um, so I mean, it's guys like that that I could easily climb their way up, depending on what you hear about them. Aaron mm-hmm. Jones is another guy. Well, um, I think Nick Chubb. I, I would probably put him in the top 20. And I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but the way they're using him right now and what he's shown, he's been really, really freaking good since week seven well, on. And I'll say so far too with this list, it's all guys who I don't feel are on the verge of almost about falling off at all. We've had that in the past where we're like, ah, this guy it might be the time where he starts to fall off now. Well, who is it? Is it Antonio Brown's the only one? Maybe because he's up there at thirty something, but I don't see it happening for a few more years with him. There's no one there. Roth is, yeah, exactly. I think Roethlisberger is there. He yeah. will be a you know a stud. Well, 
so back to the list here at 15, we put Thomas. So 16 running back. I think it's Joe Mixon. Okay. I agree. I think I'd go Mixon and then I think I go Nick Chubb at 17. Yes. That's exactly how I would do it too. And I think those two are actually close. I still think Mixon might be the better athlete, but I think they're using Chubb is kind of more of a battering ram. And I think they use him more, uh, in, in the way that he's going to be successful, but hopefully the Bengals will get their stuff together. I mean, there's still a lot of talent here. So, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, I think here, knowing that Aaron Rodgers is going to be around, I think you have to put Devontae yeah, Adams. I agree. I think, yeah, you think you go Adams here at 18. And then I think I think Julio has to be there at 20, or 19. I think Julio has to be. He he again. He hasn't had the touchdowns, but he has 86 catches for 1,300 yards right now. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, yeah. Uh, I have. I'm not going to argue with that one. Is <laughs> this the thing? Is Julio? I mean, maybe he's your number one receiver, but you're getting him at 19. You're that's after you got. Depending on your league, you might have you got like a Gurley or a Barkley or a Zeke, and you add Julio in there later. I mean, I mean, heck, man. If you're in a 10-person league, yeah, you might have gotten two already, yeah. right? You, Julio could <laughs> drop to the beginning of the third. Yeah, it's, it is crazy to think. He could be the third person that you pick. All right, so if we put Julio 19, we have one spot left in our top 20. One spot. So let's let's figure out who is the final guy that we want to put in our top 20. You have Adam Thielen, who we just don't seem to believe in at all. I don't. Not like for this, yeah. not with all yeah. these other talented guys. Right. I mean, once again, I would love to have him. AJ Green yeah. is still floating around. He's been injured the last four weeks. I mean, when he was out there, he was very good. He would be a, a safer option. Mike Evans is still there too. Worries me. Right. Mike Keenan Evans. Keenan Allen, Juju. I mean, there there still is a ton. Aaron Jones. And, right. And the, yeah, exactly. Um, this is the man, toughest I mean, spot. Yeah, this is tough because you start getting into people like that you're not exactly sure the usage or what else is going to happen at their position. And, you know, one of them would be like a Philip Lindsay. Yeah, he's, um, he's interesting. If they decide to make him the primary back, uh, he would be in that discussion. I, I don't know, actually, if I at this point, I don't see Aaron Jones might be the only one that I would be consider for a, uh, another running back. Yeah. But I think I, I might go for another wide receiver or, <laughs> I mean, I mean, do you actually branch out then? Is this the last spot? Travis Kelsey. Deep, right. I was going to say, is this deep enough to go for that tier one tight end? I think I'll go Travis Kelsey because of how much better he's been. I do too. And just you, for the heck of it, I'll throw him on the list. Yeah. We mentioned it and he is 30 points ahead of Ertz. Yeah, and then it is a you know just a giant drop off after you get you know past the top five. So he's head and shoulders above everyone. Uh, he is so safe. He's gonna have Pat Mahomes. He's gonna be in a good offense. He was good even before they went on this huge stretch. And he he is he's like the the you know Gronk. Now the the fact that he gives you such a huge upgrade in a position, it, it's hard to to really get that anywhere else. I mean he's. He's doubled up the points of the sixth place tight end. It's crazy. And the sixth place tight end is OJ Howard. How bad is that this year? 
Yeah, and yeah, and OJ Howard. He's missed three games. He hasn't played exactly. He hasn't played in the last. He's on the IR, and he's still hanging around number six. It is crazy. Yeah, I think it has. I think Kelsey. Now, I mean, this next year is probably the year where my mindset on tight end changes, and I almost think you have to get one of these guys to be truly successful because we've been able to piece together other, like basically you'd be missing out on one. If you get him, if you could get, I don't know if you could, it, I don't think you'd get Kelsey in the third. It has to be the second, but like we're showing, there's so much talent at wide receiver and at running back that I feel like you could do it and be okay. And just pick up one of the other guys. Cause if you're picking Travis, there's still Aaron Jones is still out there. Philip Lindsay, like you said, Dalvin cook is still out there. Sony Michelle is oh still out there. Gosh, yeah. Carry on Johnson's still out there. You know, there is name after name that is still there. And you would feel, you know, pretty good about those guys if you just passed up, you know, and got a Travis Kelsey instead, and especially a wide receiver. We'd go wide receiver all day. I mean, oh, we yeah. haven't even considered like Stefan Diggs, you know. Keenan Allen, right. we haven't we, we didn't have... put in our top twenty. Juju Smith Schuster. We haven't even gotten to Thielen. Like, AJ Green you know didn't I mean? make like, our top twenty. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And well, here, here's a question then. Since we are hyping him up so much, because there's so much talent, would he actually be higher than number twenty for you? Um like I, I think he probably he in a lot of leagues he probably he will probably, be going in that second round. I don't think would I could I don't think I would. Take him? I don't think I can. I think the guys who I have we have above if he did. I, the only spot I could see him moving up to is maybe up to about 17th. I could see him myself putting ahead, him ahead of Chubb and then Adams Julio. Maybe. I think I'd still go Mixon, though. But that would be, I mean, it, it's a, the, tight, the position is bad, though, and he is so much better right now. Gronk isn't that guy. Gronk, who knows if he even play next year. And Ertz is good, but Ertz isn't what Travis Kelsey is. No. And I could see myself putting him as high as 17, but that's about his abs. That's the highest. Yeah, I think you're about right. I think huh, I think the only person... I mean, because points-wise, though, I mean, this is the thing. He probably he, sh- he has 160 on the season in standard, and that would put him at fifth place at wide receiver ahead of Odell Beckham. Yeah, I think, I mean... I mean that that would be the question then. Do you expect him to do the same thing next year? And I would say yes. With Pat Mahomes, why not? Yeah. And in saying that, I think you're right in the fact that I think we should move him up. Maybe maybe and, and maybe maybe I'm not ready to do it quite yet, but I I do think that uh especially I I'm I'm very like very capable of like or very safe feel I feel very good about moving him up one spot and be above Julio, mm-hmm. even though Julio is amazing. He's always had issue getting into the red zone for whatever reason. That continued on, and he's still in the top ten despite of that. I feel good putting him above him. Devontae Adams being the number one you know, player on an Aaron Rodgers team, even though he hasn't played well, I still feel pretty good about moving him above, even though Devontae Adams is number two on the wide receiver. Um, that The question becomes... Mix and Chubb, and yeah, no, I, I think you actually might be right. I think number seventeen is where he should be. Maybe at. we'll put him there. Um, right now, I, okay, I was gonna say right now I feel comfortable if we end up moving him to nineteen. Yeah, put him at nineteen right now. We'll see where the way we feel about that. But he's so yeah. much better right now. 
but it's going to be pretty much you get you get Kelsey. Maybe if you get maybe get Ertz, and then if you don't get those two, then I then I still think you just figure one out later and hope one of the guys breaks out because I don't feel. I mean, who Gittle is the, probably the next guy, but he's still not that. And he only's had three touchdowns on yeah. the year. So tight end though, get Kelsey or Ertz. <laughs> maybe Gronk becomes a value if he's still around next year. Which even if he is, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he said he's just not been that good. No, he hasn't, and he's been hobbled, and I, I don't feel good. I mean, about having him on my team. Um, no, I don't think. I he's... mean, really, you're you're going to be looking at the younger guys, right? Like OJ Howard coming back yeah. off the IR. Yeah, Joku still, I think, has has something in him. He can he can oh, yeah, improve. He's got a lot of upside. But you're wondering what the the young guys. Uh, I mean, who knows? Yep. There, there's a bunch of guys that were drafted, right? And heaven forbid uh, anything happens to Ertz or something like that, but. You know, Goddard was drafted. Uh, Hurst, which we haven't seen like any of. Gasecki. I mean, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. But really, yeah, there's there's probably five guys on this list that I'll be I'll be going for, and after that, I'll be lost. But they say this. We I feel really good about a lot of guys on this list this year. There feels to be like there's gonna be a lot more talent out there. It just guys, a lot more guys we trust. I think and feel good about. So it'll be, you know, it might be again good to have a later draft pick again. Who knows? You can load up on some talent. But I think I think it's going to do it for our top 20. I think it was interesting to figure that out. I didn't know how it would go going into it, but there's a lot of good players. And, man, there's going to be talent in the third round. So. Yeah, yeah. If you, <laughs> it really is. It'd be nice if you're in a, uh, in a league where you could, you know, um, I mean, heck, man! If if you could actually move draft picks, it, it might be worthwhile to try to get a bunch of you know late second round picks or or third round picks and give up your first and you know try to job the system that way. Yep. All right, I think that's gonna do it. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have some mailbag questions. So if you have your start sick questions, you need answered for your playoff matchups this week. Make sure you get those into us on either email us fantasyfootballprofit at gmail dot com. Go on Twitter. Or the FF Profit there, or you can go on Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. Get your questions into us, and we will answer, get to as many as we can tomorrow, help you guys out for the playoffs. But that'll be it for tonight. We'll talk to you guys 